Get ready for the Squawking Eagles podcast. The show that covers only the Philadelphia Eagles. Think different. Think Squawking Eagles podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Squawking Eagles podcast. This is the preview show between uh, the Washington Commanders and Eagles. We will review the Jets, the Jets game, but the Dolphins game. That's not that's um, game again. They look we, the we Jets. Might say, we might say <laughs> something about that. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, a few things on Instagram. We're going to talk about some injuries and some a master class that Howie has put on this week. Uh, I am joined today by Miguel and Mark. How's it going, guys? What a lot. In, in the words of Jim Carrey, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome back. This to this is number episode in, in the total, I guess, the history of our podcast, episode number 92. 92. Countdown to 100. It's coming. It's coming this On year. On our way. Let's do it. Um, so let's, uh, let's, before we get started, I want to let everybody know if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's squawking Eagles podcast. You can like, and subscribe over there. Also head over to YouTube where we have this podcast, uh, the video version of it up there. Um, and you can watch and see what we look like. Um, and then we like have, it. can't see me. Yeah, can't see me. John Cena, John <laughs> Cena. Um, and we're at squawking Eagles podcast over there. And then uh, also on the TikTok and the X. The tickety-tockety. It's been active this week. It's been active this week. All right. Here we go. I don't know why it took six weeks, but, you know. Hey, that's all right. It happens. It goes. It goes. (laughs) All right. Let's jump into it. The Eagles came off with a victory against the Miami Dolphins. Score, what was it? 31 to 17. Uh, Miguel and myself. We we took an L that week because we did not hold that. We hold it. We'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take an L for an Eagles win for sure. Thanks. Um, you know, what a game! Like, wow. M- Mark, why don't you start us off because you were correct with the with the correct uh, winning from the birds. So you 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 start us off when you're with your game with your re- review of the game. Everyone, I'm sure, if you have not listened to our post game of that game, you can go back and listen to our takes. Um, I was very not happy with right with Gainwell and Miguel was telling me not to be on him on his back, but we'll go. We'll talk about that. Go ahead, Mark. Hit it. All right. So uh, yeah. So I had us projected to win 38 to nine, 31 17. What doesn't quite sound too close. We did give up a defensive touchdown, so offensively, 31 to 10. Uh, pretty damn accurate, I will say, if I can say so myself. So uh, we had a little comment on uh, the Instagram post of our predictions by a one Jeffrey Laurie. This is a parody fan page. They wanted to know if they could do a drug test on me for my wild prediction. And I just want to say, <laughs> hey, you're welcome for that prediction. Let's go, birds. Uh, overall, with the game, yeah, those Kelly Greens came out looking mean. They were nice. We did what we had to do. We had a little bit of a run game going on. We, our aerial attack worked. You know, like I said, we, we kind of 
force some plays to get moved around. And, uh, you know, when, when you're when you're moving up on that box, you're going to leave A.J. Brown open. And even if you don't, he's always open anyway. He's a 24-7 motel, guys. He just, you know, he never closes. And uh, overall, the team looked good. I mean, we had there's some hiccups that went wrong. Uh, the pick six, you know, obviously you never want to see that. But, you know, we uh, we rallied. You know, we were able to keep them down. We held back the you know number one offense in the, in the league. Uh, we shut down their run game entirely. They had no chance to run it. And when you can't run the ball, you have to throw it when you're losing. It's a lot easier to shut down teams. If we start, you know, get back on that train, have that nice, strong, heavy, you know, front seven, not even a front seven, more like a front six. If you want to be able to keep your guys back, you know, if you can, you can stop the run with four or five guys and the rest can be in coverage, and then you're going to constantly lock down teams. I think that's what we did just fine this week. We got after the quarterback, Hassan Reddick looking good again. Devontae, or not Devontae, I'm sorry. Uh, Josh Sweat on it. So just like everyone else, I have a bit of a head goal. I'm going to sound a little different. I'm not thinking mm-hmm. straight. I do apologize. But overall, we had a good time. Uh, the birds came out and did what they had to do. Uh, I think it was a little bit of a statement win after our flummox that was the week before. I think we were just a little all over the place on the Jets game. We were missing some players, particularly in that, that middle of that line. I know there's some injuries there, uh, but Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis showed up real big against the Dolphins. Uh, they made it a problem for everyone around them, and I'm okay with that. So mm-hmm. we're going to capitalize on that. Hopefully we don't walk into this upcoming week as a, as a too high on our horse. Mm-hmm. ourselves focused and uh we'll see where it goes yeah i that is like jordan davis was taking up three gaps in that in that line and they could not run anywhere and i want after eventually they decided you know to run away from hassan reddick like they're running towards Hassan Reddick, and he kept stopping everybody like he was stopping more uh more set what his name was saying how do you say his name uh mostert mostert, mostert. um they were stop. He was stopping him left and right, and then all of a sudden they decided to just run the other way, and they got you know quite a few yards because of that. Um, but it was glad. I'm glad to have Jalen Carter back. Glad to have Slay back in that game. Um, yeah, it, it's just you know the the pick six was kind. Of, you know, pick six was a deflection, and it kind of went right into the guy's hands. It was that's what Jalen Hurts has been doing. There's a lot of deflections into interceptions. They aren't really like. Like Dak Prescott interceptions, where they throw right to the receipt, you know, the the, the defense. So, um, Miguel, what do you got to say, bud? Um, I, I well, first of all, I want to start off by giving tipping my hat to the defensive coordinator Sean Desai for the way he decided to play that game. Yeah. Um, there's a couple plays where the game could have went a totally different way. The one drop uh in the third quarter uh when Tyreek Hill was cross cutting across the middle there and kind of just slipped out of his hands as he was running. Uh that that was a big play that we got lucky on and also the one that was uh I think there was one that was called back on a on a penalty. So but other than that man I, I feel like our defense played an outstanding game. Um our run game was shut down early. We tried to get it started early in the first quarter and kind of got away with it. Um and that's something that we kind of knew that um was going to happen they were going to try to make us uh, one-dimensional we didn't think that you know the Dolphins uh, defensive line was going to be able to keep up with our offensive line but they did a good job of keeping that running game contained keeping Jalen in the pocket um you know Lane Johnson thank God didn't 
re-injure his his uh ankle at all. He came out. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, um overall great game for 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 the team. I mean J- uh, Jalen come out of that game with a little um little injury that's been questioned all week. Um but people think that it's happened. Well, Jalen said in the, in the in the post game that it was not due to this game, but he came into the game with this injury. So Quite interesting there on what will happen, but as far as the game goes, I got like I said, give them credit for how they played uh, one of the most dangerous offenses in the league, for sure. Yeah, they they were the number one offense in the league, and they really uh, shut them down on the ground and in the air. Uh, Tree Kill was, I think, kept to like eight eight yards after the catch, which is pretty you know pretty good, you know, especially a guy who can just take off. Um, Eli Ricks played well on him. He, he, he shut him down. Um, you know, they, they kind of played a complete game on both sides of the game, uh, sides of the ball. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, Wait, again, well, not a perfect day, not a perfect game. My big uh, take out or take of the game, I should say, takeaway um, take take of the game is that uh, Tua doesn't run anymore. Tua no. stands in that pocket and he's not running. And that makes them one-dimensional, and I think that's what hurt them overall, at least at the end of that game. Um, he wasn't able he wasn't able to go out there, or he's scared to go out there and uh, make a play on his own and force mm-hmm. you know force a little bit more time. But that that I, I'm I'm curious to see how the rest of the year is going to go for the Dolphins, knowing that I saw that like he's not capable of running the ball like he did in years past. Right. I think I he's think, being told not to, though. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Safety. Like he's being coached yeah. not to, so he doesn't get hurt. That, that I think one more concussion. I think they they call it a career on him. I would I would say so. He's had quite a few terrible concussions, so that would be yeah. the next thing for him. And I can um, tell you, they're terrible. Yes, <laughs> playing right. myself. Take, yeah, take it from can. experience yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, true. Um, you know, the Dolphins. I think once they were thrown off their game, they couldn't. They couldn't pivot. They couldn't. They couldn't figure out another way to try to gain yards. And like you said, with Tua not running, that Eagles were just able to just kind of like load up the box and then and do their cover. You know, their 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 soft cover and and just allow them to catch the ball. They had some huge down down play. Like Tariq had a nice touchdown pass, and I think Wilson had one. It was like third and twenty, and they were able to convert that. And that was. That was did tough. you guys did you guys hear how Jalen Carter said he was going to start the game with the bull rush and he did exactly that and was right yeah. into his lap in that first yeah. that first uh, snap yeah. that was that was great. Did, did you also catch his his uh, LeBron flop? Yeah, yeah, he said we're well, LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he did. It was it was funny. It was funny. Yeah, it was. It was uh, now you that that game was that game was fun to watch because the Eagles played like they should have played. Against the Jets, like exactly, if they had played that way against the Jets, they would have beat the Jets as well. Um, yeah. so Unfo- let's uh, unfortunately, it's not unscathed because a lot of people were saying that the refs were uh yeah. fixed for that game because of the one guy they didn't call the face mask penalty, that they didn't um, they didn't call any penalties on the Eagles at all. Like, Zero I, whole I, game. a lot of that should I hurt? I say, yeah, they wrong. There were penalties really for the well. Eagles. They were just not accepted. Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, it was definitely, there was definitely one or two missed calls throughout the year. I, I'm not going to deny that, but there are every game. We just happen to receive, be 
unnaturally lucky, I would say, with the ones we got away with when we did. Um, but at the same time, like, I mean, I, in my opinion, like, look, did we not have some of those go against us the wrong way in, in years past or have them get away with it yes. in years past? 100%. So 100%. sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. Uh, you know, no, I mean, look, the Dolphins are the Dolphins. They're a very good team. They're going to continue to win games. And, and I don't think they would have won even with the, the penalties if there were the few missed calls were called. But, you know, that's just how it goes each game. You know, there's a lot of talk that there's a fraud alert on the uh, Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins. They were they no, the no. teams that they had beaten were like five and uh, twenty three or something like that. Let me just yeah. put it out there: it's not just the Dolphins; it is that entire division. Because even the Bills, <laughs> look, I'm sorry, the Bill. I've even seen Bills fans say it after their yeah. losses. It's that whole division. Aaron Rodgers got hurt, and that whole division fell apart. Yeah. It's nowhere near as good as people think that is. There are so hype on that being like the toughest division this year, and it's not. I've heard right. people say the AFC North to be a really tough division, and it's. I mean, the Bengals aren't the Bengals. The, the Browns aren't as good as they could have been. The Ravens are the only good team, and they have some really bad losses too. Yeah. I think there's a lot of teams that just aren't showing up the way you wanted them to. You know, overall in the NFL, it's just been a down year for teams. I mean, even us, like we lost yeah. the Jets, we weren't playing well the first couple of games. I think, I don't know if I'd say fraud on everyone, but I mean, it's just, it's not, I think everyone got too ecstatic over the way the games have been going the past couple of years right. that they were expecting it to continue. But like I said, last year, we got so lucky today and healthy. And that was a true thing. Like no matter what, like, yeah, we played well, but we were lucky. We stayed healthier than any team in the NFL. That does not happen in Philadelphia. How right. many years have we watched this team fall apart to injuries by like week four? Yeah. So the year the re- the year Randall went to to temp, uh, Green Bay and broke his leg and that was that year was it that was it they were done that was the that was the terrible that was the year they were supposed to win it all he goes eighty seven uh I, I, I want to say it, that was ninety I, I want to say it was like nine between ninety and ninety two I know we were talking about ninety two but for some reason ninety two comes in my head mm. um but that year he that was their Super Bowl year that was the that was the big run and he breaks his leg in Green Bay and then that's it. Um, so let's do our let's let's do our one word for this game, uh, and then move on. We got a few things to talk about with about Jalen and about Howie and uh, Washington game. Uh, I'll go first. That you guys think about it. My one word for this week was complete. They completed their downs. They completed, um, you know, their plays, and they didn't really they didn't really punt. I don't think they punted at all during that game. Um. Yeah, right. I don't maybe maybe once actually. Maybe they punted. Yeah, I think it was one maybe or two once. times. Yeah. Um, but it was a complete game. It was on both sides. Yeah, Jalen had interception, but it was a deflection. And I I'll I'll give a, I'll give that as a buy. That's a pass for me. Uh I like the way they played, and I'm glad they won. They beat the Dolphins. I really wanted them to beat the Dolphins. So uh Miguel, you want to go? Um I'm gonna go with the word uh redemption. Um, they redeemed themselves from that loss against the Jets, but I'm still not satisfied because we still just saw the struggle in the red zone. Yeah, we still saw the issues with moving the ball as we get closer to the red zone, like and and the inconsistency of the running game. Like, what's going on there? What's the what's going on with the blocking scheme? Because clearly, it's not the players. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's not always the players or not always the coaching, but. Um, there's still things that need, that need to be improved on. So this redeemed from that sorry loss that, that we had against the Jets. And hopefully going forward, we see um, we see more improvement. I mean, how we went out there and 
I guess he was not impressed with the play of Terrell Edmonds because right after that game, he got on the phone and got got us a new safety. Yeah. Um, especially over that pass over the top where Bradbury was just beaten. The safety should have been uh, a little bit higher. Edmonds should have been a bit a little bit uh, ten yards back more. Maybe saves that touchdown. But yeah, redemption. They redeemed the bad play from the week before, and hopefully this is the start of going forward and and being a more consistent uh, football team. Funny yeah. enough, Terrell Edmonds led our team in tackles in that game too, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Because oh, he's always chasing people. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, Reed's back. We got Baird. We should or Bayard. We should see how Bayard. this goes. It'll be nice. Bayard, yeah. All right. Talk about one word for the game. One word for that game. Silence. You know? I'm gonna say belief. Belief? I had belief in the team. <laughs> I knew after we had come from a terrible, terrible loss, the Jets, I think the team itself found its own belief and was able to prove out there on the field, like, hey, look, we, we're we not perfect, but we're here to fight and we're going to win. We believe it. You should believe it, too. You know, Philadelphia's right. got to get behind them now because we had belief in the Phillies and, and they didn't believe in themselves. I knew you were going to go there. That, dude, but too, the Eagles too did. Too soon. The Eagles had yeah. belief. That's so the Eagles got the job here. done. Yeah, well, you know what? That's baseball for you. <laughs> this you is Philadelphia try. sports for you, bro. Like, the Man, whole year, like, the Phillies were losing the World Series, the fucking Sixers choking in the playoffs, the Eagles losing the Super Bowl, to the Phillies fucking choking in Game 7. Yeah, there's a whole thing. What's the biggest what's the biggest you know, choke? The, the the Eagles losing the Super Bowl or this game seven for the Phillies? Like which nah, we won't choke. game seven. Game seven. It's, it's a bad it's bad, well, right? Super Bowl Where's hurt more? more, but not because of a choke. I think Super Bowl hurt more because I feel like we were robbed. Where right, the Phillies, yeah. I feel like the Phillies hurts because it's like I feel like you didn't try. Like I feel like you showed up, you were like, Oh, we're home. We got this and didn't even begin to no, put the bats the bats got cold and 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 Topper, if you want to call him that, mm-hmm. didn't want to change the lineup. How do you exactly go to, exactly. to a, a game seven and not give the other team something to look at that's different? Yes, exactly. At least change it. The game seven. Yeah, you know he, you know, the seven hundred thirty-eight million dollars went went blank. They they went like one for twenty-eight, and like yeah, that can't happen. And I think if if he had just changed the lineup just a little bit, like. Don't bat Alec Alec Boehm fourth. That's that Turner fourth. Like do something. Exactly. You didn't even have to take him out the lineup. Just push him down somewhere where he can still prove himself. I mean, he went out there and he hit the home. The only fucking run that well, we got two. He scored. He scored. He he hit the home run and he scored. He's responsible for two runs. And instead of making the bottom of your the bottom of your lineup a little bit stronger by putting Boehm down there, I mean, he's not the really the strongest hitter. And I know this is a football podcast, not a baseball podcast, but. It's just like you, yeah. You just <laughs> you just got to make that change and, and and give him a different look, man. I, yeah. And and why didn't they start the game with Wheeler? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know because because Suarez has a point nine eight ERA. He he he's okay. He's been Look, good. Have have Suarez pitch the end, the back yeah. half. Yeah. It was. I, it was I not, didn't understand. It was that. not. It wasn't managed well. The last two games no. were not managed well at no, all. At all. Uh, he's out of here. Him, Kimbrel's Kimbrel's done. I, I don't oh, want yeah. to see that guy back. Get his ass out of here. I'm glad they didn't play him in game seven. Yeah. That's where we lost the game, game four. 
Yeah, we lost they, the lost, series. they lost. The series was lost in Game Four. Yep. Um. All right. So. Yeah. Back to football. Sorry about back that. Back to football. Sorry about that. A little bit. A little bit. A little cathartic there with the Phillies. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Mark. Thanks. Trying Mark to live as usual. Right. <laughs> um. All right. So we can let's let's talk a little bit about Howie's masterclass in building a team, and you know. When you have an, you know, a, a farm system in Tennessee, you always got to go knock on the door and say, "Hey, we need new players <laughs> to improve our team in the big leagues here." Who you got? So, who do you who do you got for me? So, if I'm a, now I know it's not the same general manager that dealt AJ Brown. I know it's not, but if the owner, it was a smart owner, he tells the new GM, if Howie Roseman from the Philadelphia Eagles calls uh, you, she. you hit. That's a she. Yeah, I think the owner of Tennessee is is a is a woman. Okay, okay. So, whatever, man or woman, the owner of the Tennessee Titans tells them, do not pick up the phone. Hit ignore, block number, all those things. Do that. If you pick it up, and you and you start look, listening to Howie, Howie's going to finesse you. He's gonna he's gonna tell you how 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 terrible the player you're gonna you're gonna give him is, and it won't help the team. It won't. And that's what how he did. She picked up the phone. He Lock. said, "I'm going to give you Terrell Owens. I uh, not Terrell Owens. Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds. I'm going to give you Terrell Edmonds. Our condolences to Terrell Owens, who was hit by a car last week. Uh, that's true. That's probably, game, yeah, that's so, probably why he's on yeah, my yeah, mind. That's probably why he brought him up. Yeah. Um, so here, you take Terrell Edmonds. He he leads my team in tackles against the Dolphins. You take him. He's a great player. And I'll give you two draft picks." And and then she goes, okay, sure, go. and then gives us Kevin Byard, who is a a, a ball hawk. How old is he? He's thirty right, years so old. Thing, they say he is thirty, or Edmonds has only just turned twenty six. Edmonds okay. has had a very good career at safety. It was a little okay. rough this year. Okay. I don't know if this was this was not nearly as much of a fleece. I feel as the AJ Brown one was. Okay, if he was younger, if he was younger, if if he was like 25, 24, twenty four, I'd be like, oh yeah, he stole him, but. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'm sure his you, contract is like one or two years left. He's two years, years old. Two, two years. Yeah. But do you know that the draft picks that they gave them? They yeah, didn't they're not even They're not even Eagles. Yeah. One of them is Seattle's, and the other one is their own, is Tennessee's. They trade yeah. back their own pick. Like, I mean, like, but like, they're not doing a, well. Their picks are a worthy pick. That's, that's a bit, that's a kind of a finesse. I, the guy's, the guy's good. The guy intersects, intercepts Dak Prescott on a, on a, on a, daily basis like I'm, I'm expecting two from from him on in two weeks let him shine um, you guys also like you guys did. also understand where him. he's from right he's from west philly he's from philly <laughs> we're just building a locals team that's all that's what you gotta do miguel hey, what did you say listen, earlier in, our, in the listen, podcast you, to play in philadelphia you have to inject the culture into the team too you know what i mean you gotta have the philly, have to. philly culture in there so you got you got swift on the on offense you got Byard on defense now, and and Hassan Reddick, Hassan Reddick, and I'm sure there's one or two that we're not thinking of right now. But I mean, yeah, you you that connects the city of Philadelphia closer to the team, knowing that people from this city have made to made it to that team. And yeah, I think I lot. think it's yeah, I think it's a great trade. I'm ex- this guy. I'm excited for this guy. I, I, I who who would have thought that he was even available for a trade? Like, I don't. I didn't nothing, think so. Nothing. I, I, well, I, I thought we would have gotten. Uh, Booter Baker before we yeah. got him. Yeah. So okay, I've been saying I'm gonna keep my ear to the grind to to all this waiver wire and all these trades and all that be happening. 
Uh, for one, I think they are asking too much for Buddha because he's younger. He's got a little bit more left in the tank. Um, but it sounds like Tennessee might be on a sale. I heard that it looks like uh, the Ravens are talking about picking up King Henry. Yeah, uh, they're also in talks King with Henry New York talking about taking Saquon. I heard uh, yeah, King Henry way, to Dallas. Yeah, Dallas, I, I heard that too. I, either way, I hear that uh looks like Tennessee is up for sale right now. So Yeah. Wow. And they have a brand new stadium coming too, so it's, you know they're going to be terrible for a while if, and with this brand new stadium. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you know Howie gets you know gets they need they, he needs a safety. We need a guy on defense that's reliable, who's a veteran. Byer and I hear he's not in. done. He's not done. He's not no, done. No, no. Well, he's looking for DBs. Yeah, and that's the thing he's that that's, that's the thing with Howie. Like he doesn't come on like on the TV and talk start talking about. What he what he's doing like that's what Jerry Jones is doing. He's he doesn't he doesn't talk. He do, he talks the talk after he's done the walk. The, you know he's after he's walked it. And so that's 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 that puts me in, in him in the like the top echelon of GMs because of this. Um, I agree. Yeah, I'm happy with I'm happy with the trade. I gave it a, a B. How he's a, a Hall of Fame um a Hall of Fame GM. I think sure. he's doing it. I think you're right. Yeah. I think he might be doing it. I know. I would have never said this two years ago, Mark, but I'm saying Mark, it now. Mark, Mark, Mark just cringed when I said that. You okay there, Mark? <laughs> Why? Oh, I Tell just me, look at, talk to me, buddy. No, I'm just, you know, just, you know, just looking back at, at, the, yeah. at all things collective. I will say, if he were to give a TED Talk on how to make trades, I'd probably listen. Yeah. If he were to do a TED Talk on how to draft... I would hope they were locking the doors, not letting anyone in. I know he's done better recently, but I, I think there's other people that are helping him now. I don't know if that's entirely him still. I want to know. I, I hope this answers. Uh, what's his name? The parody account guy, Jeffrey Lurie. Jeffrey Lurie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, Mark's not on drugs. That concussion just <laughs> fucked his head up, and that's that's the reason for a lot of these these weird thoughts. Hey, hey, right. hey. those thoughts are accurate, my guy. Accurate, accurate. Oh man! All right, let's test me though. <laughs> let's 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 dive into. Um, I guess let's let's talk about the Jalen injury. Well, not so injury. Like what I'm injury? not. Sure, you know, I'm That's sure there's. You know, we, Where we, we, in the world did Jalen get his injury? <laughs> right. Let's let's start the conspiracy thread right now. Uh, did he hurt it? Like, it, did he hurt his knee doing a non-football related? You know, activity. You know, no. did he do it? Doing, you know, getting his photograph for uh, Time Magazine. Did he do that? Like, or did he hurt it in one of these 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 first seven games? He did he hurt it against the Rams, where it looked like he hyperextended his knee. Did he get it hurt? I don't know where. Did he hear it on one of the brotherly shoves? You know, mm. you know. There's there's talk that the because of Brock Purdy getting um, injured with a. Uh, uh, head injury during the one of the tush pushes. That, yeah, on yeah. Monday night he did the tush push and he uh, might apparently got a concussion from it, and uh, that that might be this that might seal it for the uh, the tush push for next year. I'm gonna steal this idea from the uh, Goldbirds podcast where uh, yeah. I think Elias Short Park said, uh, "If you at all use a tush push this this year, you're not allowed to vote if it's can be legal or not." Oh, that's a good. That's. That yeah. is a good uh, caveat there. I like that. For sure, it's close yeah. to almost every team at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um, so, what do you guys but, think? Where, where did he hurt? What, 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 you know, he has not said anything about it. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Mark. 
we all know that our lovely quarterback can squat 600 pounds. Mm -hmm. So I believe in his spare time, he tried to double that. And 1,200 was doable. But, you know, it's just put a little bit of extra strain on the knee. And he's like, you know what? Bit of a twinge. Maybe I'll just wear a brace once in a while. Make sure it's strong. No, I, uh, on reality, no. I I think he probably, I mean, look, we all know what it's like to play on turf. Even, I don't know, you saw injury, you're like, play on, you know, and your tendons such playing on grass. I've done it myself. I've twisted my ankles a hundred times. I honestly, I'm going to go with my one word, belief. He's not on the injury report. He comes out and says, look, I'm fine. He looks to be okay while he's throwing and running right now. Until other, until I'm proven otherwise, I believe it was a minor little, you know, maybe twist, maybe something that's a little, 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 you know, bothersome, but nothing major. I'm going to believe in him. He's good. And if he, if he ever comes out and wants to tell more about it, he will. Until then, I'm behind him. Let's go. Okay. shove our way to victory right mm-hmm. yeah they, yeah i've i well i've heard well they jordan mylotta came out the other day and said that um the fact of playing on on turf two weeks in a row really takes a toll on on knees and that that may have contributed to Jalen's injury but after doing some semi research on my lunch break um, I was looking at a video of when we played the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get a launch break. Jalen, Jalen, yeah, sure I do. Now I do. <laughs> now I, I do. do. <laughs> used to be a dinner break. <laughs> there was a, a hit that uh, Jalen was on the scramble, and he kind of like uh, planted his, I think it was his left leg into the ground, and that's the leg that the defender uh, tackled. So um, it's going to be real quick when I show you this. Um, let me see if it if it uh if it shows the right way here. So that's the Rams game, right? That's where he hit right. the the hyper extension. Right, but here's, yeah. here's, oh, right here's there. The, the I think he got hurt. Right. So and that's and that's why the because that's the brace. The brace is on his left left knee. Right. So that's why I think that um I think that had he had to be playing with that little injury for weeks and he might have banged it the wrong way on on the ground and during that one play or. Mm-hmm. It's just bruised and, you know, right. listen, as a guy with two bad knees, uh, torn ACLs, MCLs, meniscus, listen, I can't play basketball anymore because if I go side to side, mm-hmm. forget it. My knees swell up for two to three days easily. Um, so I know how sensitive a, a knee injury could be. And it just takes that one little bang to make that pain come right back. Mm-hmm. And you have to you have to tolerate that. So that's what I think it is. And. Listen, if they if he's not on the injury report, then I don't think we should be too concerned about it because you know how the NFL is. If you lie about that injury report, they're going to start finding well, you, suspending you, all that bullshit. It's, hap- it's yeah. happening in Atlanta right now, right? So that's my thought on it. And, okay. yeah. and B just threw the ball away. Hey, and Miguel, have you tried <laughs> not injuring your knees? Sure, I've tried. You know, all that damage. One, one happened in practice as I was uh, a guard pulling out for the running back, and they were tackling the running back, and the pile just landed on my knee. And uh, the other one happened at the uh, at Trenton at Trenton High during uh, Mercer County tournament uh, for wrestling, when I thought the ref blew the whistle, and the kid shot at my leg as I had my body turned. And he just it just snapped right there. So yeah, not my fault. I'm not gonna lie. 
Now I've never I've met I'm like I never met Miguel in person. I now my my I'm not gonna lie, if I'm looking at you right now, I would have definitely had you as a skill player and not a lineman. I would have never pre- predicted you to be a guard, my guy. No, well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I definitely maybe a tight end, but like I, I feel like I would have seen you as a back, if anything. You just got that that build. I, w- I would love, uh, I would have loved to have been the back, right? Coach that, Radis, uh, Radis, you didn't oh, make me yeah. a back, Radis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, one of my first major concussions playing running back. Actually, I was playing yeah. fullback for that that play. It's a good time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so you know, like he said, he's not on the injury report. Um, if he's if he's not injury report, that means he didn't hurt his 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 knee uh, during football activities. Um, but if he's wearing a brace and he's limping, his it's got to be hurting. Something you know, something's the matter with it. If he's if he's got to do those things, so a lot of all, linemen wear a brace just for extra support. Okay, so yeah, let's just say it's extra support, you know, and um, and hopefully uh, it's that uh, that's all it is because he's you know his his comments were. Like maybe three words, like no, it's fine. I hope not. Like he's not really letting in too much information about it. I well, would, and I, I don't think he shouldn't. Too. There's a uh, competitive advantage. Yeah, you don't sure. want people aiming for that knee. Yeah, that's what I, I said. I would bet yeah. you that moving forward, you're going to see more and more quarterbacks wearing braces when they play on turf. More players in general are going to start wearing them just because of the damage people are having on these turf fields. Yeah, you yeah, know. I can see that. Yeah. I don't understand why there's not a um, there's not a uh, recommended cleat to use when you're playing on turf. You know what I mean? Like you see these, these players switch their cleats out every time they play yeah. on some type of new turf. Yeah. The problem is there's too many different variations of turf. Yeah. I mean, we like we technically have a. Uh, I mean, ours is a grass field, but it's a mixed grass field of different seeds, so it's considered mm-hmm. it's still considered a turf. It's not astro. It's not fake turf. Yeah. But I mean, of the fake turf, there's whole different kinds of, you know, different rubber bases, different cork bases. So like, you know, like you can recommend all you want. And, and like, I remember when I was a kid, when I because my high school, I grew up at has a turf field, the Astro turf field. Mm-hmm. And we were told day one, like, look, you need cleats, you need cleats for everything else. But like, there are turf shoes and you're honestly going to play better with them yeah. because you're just going to be a little faster, a little better move. And you do. I mean, I'm not, there's, I get it. You were definitely like you definitely feel faster. Like you can make different things happen on turf than you can on grass. Mm-hmm. You get hurt more on grass, but more minor injuries. Like you're going to come up bloody from grass mm-hmm. fields a lot more. You're going to come up, you know, a little bit more scratched up and damaged, mm-hmm. but you're not breaking and tearing ligaments the way you are. Right. Because dirt has more give than rubber. So true. Well, look, the, during the world series, Ar- Arizona went from grass to turf and they use, uh, a coconut husk filling for their for their mm-hmm. their field like you know th- there's all kinds of different kinds of variations of turf they're trying to find the right kind of material and it's yeah. gonna take years and years yeah, yeah I get it. all right let's move on to washington hmm. washington we are playing washington one o'clock in washington uh this is our last one o'clock game and, and the rest are all four or eight well, o'clock the rest well, of the year. we have one more arizona no, yeah. Is that a one o'clock game? Uh, yeah, because it's West we Coast. Three. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I stand corrected. Um, uh, well, technically, you're not wrong because it's the last one for the year because Arizona's in January. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Good. There you go. Thanks. Thanks for the pickup there. You're welcome. I got you. Um, all right. So you know we're gonna play Washington. We we Washington. Our last game was 34-31 overtime. 
I think the Eagles, even though like the Eagles are going to have Bayard back there, they are a different team from the last time they played Washington. Um, what are your What are your thoughts? Uh, you want to go first, Mark? Sure. Um, we are a different team. Hopefully, like I said before, hopefully we're not too high on our horse for beating up on Miami. You know, hopefully this isn't a trap game coming off. You know, a high, low, high situation with Dallas the following week. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a division game. You know, we've seen all year how divisional games will just absolutely throw you for a loop because you see two teams that shouldn't be competitive, and suddenly they are. Uh, you know, it's it, we just saw it this past weekend. I mean, uh, was it the Bills and uh, Patriots? How is that a competitive game? Makes no sense. Um, but looking at us, I mean, yeah, I think we are a better team than we were the first time we played them. I think they're a little bit more beat-up team than they were the first time we played them. They're definitely down a little bit. They have been playing very poor football recently. Um, but we also have just, again, it's divisional oddness. I think this game will be closer than it should be. I think you're going to see a lot of Eagles fans be concerned again because of how close this game will be. But I think we still escape with a win uh, in a in a terrible environment. I don't mean it terrible as it's hostile. I mean terrible because it's one of the worst fields and stadiums in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just one of those games where it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to yeah. be a pretty game. So, yeah, division games really never are. They never are division games. Um, Miguel, I know you're watching the Sixers game and their their <laughs> opener against Milwaukee, and I'm sure it's a a real barn burner. Oh yeah. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on Washington this week? <laughs> um, division, like Mark just said, division game. Uh, it's going to be physical, um, as as it always is. I I just hope. Well, I I know we're going to come out with the win. I feel positive about that. I just hope we just come out unscathed. Hope nobody comes out with an injury. We got Dallas the following week, which is also a division game. That's going to be. A big game, huge game, yeah. um, and you know we go into that bye after that, but then we we run the gauntlet. So these next two games are are very critical because one, it gives us a winning streak going into into the bye. Two, it gives us a two game gap in the division, or at least a half a game gap against Dallas in case they somehow go on a run or whatever. But I mean the way. Buffalo's playing doesn't really scare me, and I know I'm looking ahead right now, but uh, I feel like we need to look ahead uh, at the same time. Is just just trying to stay healthy, especially when we think about Jalen Jalen's injury and uh, how he's going to be down the road. But yeah, I just feel positive about this game. Just get that running game going. Uh, make sure that line is uh, offensively and defensively uh, controlling the line of scrimmage, and we should come out on top. If we play like we played last week against the Dolphins and play with that that passion and determination, I don't see I don't see why we should lose to Washington. I don't have no belief Run in the how. Ball. I have no belief in how. Look how that 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 Washington uh, Giants game was last week. I mean, Washington really should have won that game. The refs kind of handed that game to the Giants, but you know they're not that good of a team. No, I, I agree. Washington is. You know, I put out the team comparisons this week, and. I give the Eagles advantage in every single space because yeah. they have really proven to me they are definitely better than the Commanders. The Commanders are three and four. They should they could probably be you know one and one and six. I don't really know. And I, I don't think for you. 
Okay. Hot all right. Take. What's your hot take? Good. Ron Rivera gets fired after this game. Yeah, if they go three, they'll go what? They'll go three and five. That, that's a possibility. Yeah. yeah, just the way that he's been coaching lately, and just the—I don't know if you ever heard him talk. And he doesn't—he—he he leaves everything in, in in his offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator's hands, and then like he just delegating responsibilities. Like who—who's really—I don't know. Yeah, I just no, don't. He's, I, I don't think he's been too much longer. He's fr- i believe he's from the Andy Reid uh, coach tree too. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I don't, I don't see, I don't see this going into overtime again. I think, I don't think, I don't think Washington's going to be able to score 31 points again. I think if, if they can only score seven against the Giants, I think that we're going to see a comparable, like that kind of a game again. I think the, with the Eagles have all of their players back healthy. We have a new, a new safety in Bayard. I'm excited to watch him play. Um, yeah, I think this game is going to be over by the third quarter. I really do. And I'm going to throw out a score. I'll do my score first. I think this score is going to be at least 35-17. to 35-17 Eagles. Locking in and, uh, you know, pack it in and get rid- And let's go to Dallas. I want, to, I, want to, I want the Cowboys. All right, Mark. All right, so I honestly think this game is going to be pretty close down to the like, – I think it's going to end. I think it's going to be 31 to 20, which does not sound close, but I think that includes, like, final couple minutes the Eagles score a touchdown to make that lead the way it is. I think it's going to be, like, 24-20 there in the fourth quarter, and, uh, you know, either Swift or someone pulls out a nice little touchdown, maybe a pick six, you know, from our defense, ends up making that 31. Maybe it's – maybe. Oh, you know what? Hot take for you. You know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. Hot take for you. Our final touchdown to the Kevin Byard pick six. Ooh, that'd be nice. Mm. I like that. To Philadelphia. Comes in and says, hey, boys, I'm here to play. All right. I like it. I like that. Can we contribute? I like it. Good job. Maybe Um, Julio scores this week. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, you got a catch last week. One catch. Yeah. Yeah. He was only out for like two points. As long as he caught the ball. That's all I care about, Quez Watkins. Um, (laughs) Right. <laughs> I trust Quez. I trust Quez Watkins more now than I do Craig Kimbrell. By the way, uh, why do you have to bring that guy? <laughs> you know what? I might trust a- the way the Aguilar's been playing for Baltimore. Man. I might trust Aguilar better than I've than I trust. Oh Kimbrell. wow! Ouch! Wow! Wow! Jesus! Wow! Shots fired! <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> um, I see us winning comfortably. Well. I guess comfortably. I see a 24-16 win. That's, um, that's pretty comfortable. Like Mark would say, run the ball. Run the league. All day. Yep. Run the I ball, Defense is going to show up and show out. And, uh, yeah, I don't I don't have a worry in the world next week. Oh, Mike, I was yeah. wrong. The Cardinals game is the end. It's 31st of December, so it actually is this Ouch. year. So. Ouch. Oh, still... Wait, wait, fact check yourself. Well, I don't expect much from Colts fans. <laughs> so. Colts fans, yeah, yeah. I'm a, still a Colts. Fan. I've seen, I've seen rumor about Pittman might be getting traded. And he's there's also like there. he's really been doing a lot for him too. There's also yeah. been talks a uh, corner that the Colts have that Howie's might go after too. Rodney McLeod. Uh, yeah, right. That'd be interesting <laughs> to bring him back. 
I'm surprised that Cole, like Shane Steichen knows Howie. I don't know if he's going to want to deal with, with Howie. You he's not answering his phone calls, man. He's going to yeah, call. Like, he, he, he talked he to the GM and said, hey, when a phone call comes with a 215 or 267 number, you do not answer. Do not <laughs> answer. Do not answer. That's why Howie uses the jersey number, 609. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> nah, he really he's, he's, he's got a phone number from LA. It's like, there you go. Yeah, that's he's what he's calling. He's like, I'm, I'm just calling you about your extended warranty plan. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> on that, on, on that quarterback of yours, it seems like that warranty's up, and he needs to leave. Uh, so yeah. we're gonna help you with this process. And, right, right. Oh uh, man, uh, I think that'll do it for us. I'm pretty sure we've that's kinda, it today. That's it. Yeah. You know, there's a, you know, we're, we, uh, we talked quite a bit about that Dolphins game and some injuries and, you know, fantasy this week. We can talk a little bit of fantasy. Um, you know, I in Miguel's league lost to a team with Owen, Owen six and didn't even play anybody. My, <laughs> every, every, my all my players decided they weren't going to play. So that was a depressing, but I have won four games in a row in our league. So nice. I'm pretty happy about that. Good job. Cheer. Way to come back. Um, yes. We do have a guy on Instagram. He's, his name is – he's been talking about doing a lot. His name is, He's part of Inside Edge Sports. He does um, a lot of fantasy stuff. He's been tagging us in in a lot of his fantasy, like the best fantasy lineup of the week. And he wants to come on and talk fantasy football with us and points. So. I'm sorry. Did you say you won four games in a row? Uh, yeah. So you started 0-3. Correct. Yep. Yikes. He, he did. Yep. It's nice to know that you're down there at like fourth in our league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming back. I'm coming back. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here all year. <laughs> oh, you know what? I just realized I'm playing one of the only other teams with my record this week. Who are you playing if this I week? I win it. I'm playing uh the Glen side from Stanford. Oh, so that's, uh, five and two that's, and five and two. Yeah, that's Jason. Jason was at the draft. He was there. I got 900 points. He's got right now. I'm currently, uh, if you go by breakdown, I would be in second because your brother has two, two more mm-hmm. points. Than yeah, I do. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's my brother, you, and who's number three? Who's number three? Glen Glenside, right? Yeah, Glenside, yep. And then and then me, right? I think that's what it is. Uh, yes, fourth. you yeah. would then take fourth, and then uh, Christian would take fifth. Yeah, and then. The other Beckerman would take uh, sixth, which is Beck. Sean's son is actually playing better than Sean. <laughs> no, Sean's absolutely the worst in the league. He's like dead last. You know what cursed him was trading Aaron Rodgers. Now, yep. on his defense, to Sean Watson, I don't think he's going to be playing for the rest of the year. It seems like he's kind of not well. So, kind of like they're both injured. So, but yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Thanks for the uh, donation, so- Sean. <laughs> yes, right. Definitely a good donation. Um, so yeah, well, I'll give, we'll give him a talk. Uh, I'll send him the link. Maybe we'll talk to him after we're done here, and I'll we'll insert that into our subscription-based uh, podcast. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So if you want to subscribe, you can also subscribe to us on Instagram, where you can get special subscriber content available only to people who subscribe. Um, if you would wow. like to follow us on YouTube or you can follow us on YouTube at Squawking Eagles Podcast, where you, this video will be up and posted up there. If you want to listen to our post game, we'll have our in-game, po- in-game takes during that during that game against Washington. 
Can you Always be out? sure to leave your comments because I love to read them and respond, especially when I'm on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> leave those comments in there. We uh, well, that'll be out on Tuesday, um, and then next week we have it's Cowboys Week, so we will have Nat on. Hopefully yeah. he. Hopefully he can come on and talk. It is next Thursday is his birthday. I'm not sure how he's going to be able to squeeze it in, but we'll see. Hopefully he can uh, he can come on and talk a little cowboys with us. It's always great to talk to him. Uh, on his um, birthday, does he put a cowboy hat on and some chaps? We'll, we don't know, but that's a question we'll have Asshole to wait chaps. and ask him. We'll Asshole have to ask him chaps, that. Maybe some cowboy <laughs> boots. Well, you will have to ask him that. Um, all right, that'll do it. Uh, uh, Mike, Miguel, Mark. Thank you, Run guys. You already know how we do. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Eagles. Go birds. Go birds. Mike, play that funky music.